6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. Well, you heard Eileen talking about it in that new, in the newscast that uh, the story out of downtown Edmonton uh, from from Wednesday, when Edmonton police say they rushed in to help save an Edmonton mother who they say appeared to be moments from being choked out um, outside of her kids' daycare. Uh, she was standing outside of that daycare waiting for the front door to be unlocked when she was approached by a man she didn't know. He tried to grab her backpack. She held on. Um, the two started to struggle. He grabbed the woman's hair, threw her down to the ground, repeatedly smashing her head against the sidewalk. Police luckily were in the area at the time. Uh, responded to a, a different car, allegedly or a call involving um, the same man apparently trying to break into vehicles in the area. Uh, when they got there, he was sitting on her, choking her. And um, police say that he admitted to being high on methamphetamine at the time. Her children witnessed this. How awful her children witnessed this from the doors of the daycare. She was taken to hospital. She will be okay. Victim services uh, working with the family, of course. My my goodness, it's going to uh, it's going to have an impact on certainly her and those children for a while to come. Um, one man has been charged. Uh, Rocky Rabbit, thirty years of age, has been charged with aggravated assault, choking to overcome resistance, robbery, and breach of conditions. Uh, but again, he said that uh, he was high in methamphetamine at the time, and and police say that definitely played a part in his behavior. And it continues to kind of highlight the issue that we have uh, in this in this city um, about uh, about drugs and substance abuse, alcohol, drug abuse is where we're going to start, or and, and use is where we're going to start this afternoon. Did you find yourself? Drinking more during the pandemic. If you said yes, well, guess what? You're not alone. A new report by the Canadian Centre on Substance Use and Addiction says there was a definite increase in drinking. And a StatsCan survey says that drug and alcohol deaths during the first 12 months of the pandemic increased. So let's explore what happened with Dr. Bryce Barker. He is one of the leading experts on alcohol at the Canadian Centre on Substance Use and Addictions. Dr. Barker, welcome to the show. Thank you. Happy to be here. And well, thanks for joining me this afternoon. You know, when we look at these reports coming out on on drug and alcohol use slash abuse um, during the pandemic, um, some of the numbers are, are 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 staggering. To be honest with you, we we look at. There was a new report that came out that said drug and alcohol deaths increased in Canada during the first 12 months of the pandemic, leading to more overall deaths than expected. Um, That was from Statistics Canada. Why do you think that isn't, I guess, were you surprised with this? Well, first, I mean, yeah, tragic, um, but not surprising in, in the one in one respect where we saw some of these same trends emerging in the United States and, and in the United Kingdom. Um, it's hard to unpack all of the factors that, that are involved and you know that, that data and research will come out um, slowly as we continue to move forward. But I would say a contributing factor could be um, one that people are hesitant to interact with healthcare services because they're worried about getting COVID-19. Um, but also that a number of services needed to shift 
So even if it meant shifting their hours mm. or shifting to online or phone services, that could that could have gotten in the way of people getting the help that they needed. Um, and again, just it could have been psychological on their end, or it could have been that sort of perceived barrier of getting to the help that they need. And in some cases, you know, things like support groups and that type of thing, uh, they might have shifted or, or mm-hmm. not been available. When we were in the middle of the pandemic and, and doing the work that you do, were, were you worried about this possibility? Were, was there a concern among experts like yourself that this could happen? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, there was a lot of my colleagues have been looking at this very actively and, and you know, running surveys and um, looking to the data around hospitalizations and, and you know, doing their best. Everyone who does direct services, I think, has been doing you know, heroic work to try to shift their services to make sure that there's no interruption in services, to shift immediately online, uh, over the phone, doing everything they can. So, yeah, absolutely, people were thinking about this and, and researchers were thinking about this and, and my colleagues, but, um, yeah, and doing their best to try to adapt to the situation. There was uh, a report done by the Canadian Centre on Substance Abuse and Addictions also showing, you know, an increase in alcohol consumption during the pandemic. And, you know, I I suspect that there are numerous reasons for that. But uh, can you shed some light on that, on on the background of that and why um, the association may believe that those numbers are up or were up? Yeah, absolutely. So... You know, what we've seen and across multiple rounds of surveys and you know, some of our colleagues, other organizations have run similar surveys like Stats Canada. And in general, we see about 20% of people who are responding to these surveys are saying they've increased their drinking. Um, you know, the questions vary, but broadly, the, the economic, social, psychological impacts of the pandemic that people are citing as a reason for their increasing drinking. There's a smaller group, about 10%, who have decreased their drinking, and, and the reason that we see most often is that they're they're not able to to be in the settings where they usually would drink alcohol, like bars or restaurants. Yeah, and and that showed uh, some interesting numbers as well. When you look at especially our our younger um, younger folks in the country, that the the number of admiss- admissions to emergency departments. Um, were down and so that just kind of that that correlates doesn't it yeah there is there is something to that um again and it varies among students and not all students drink but if you had to characterize the um, the, how younger people drink um people who are in that sort of post-secondary age 17 to 24 generally they they don't drink for a large period and then they do drink uh, in a party kind of situation, a very social situation, and they drink a lot. And without those opportunities, you can see how those admissions to an emergency department would go down. Dr. Bryce Barker joining me this afternoon. He's a leading expert on alcohol at the Canadian Centre of Substance Abuse and Addictions, and we sure appreciate your time uh, today. Uh, you know, just overall, I, there, there's been a lot of stories that have come out recently about uh, alcohol and uh, other substance abuse. And there seems to be a a great divide in in how Canadians perceive alcohol use and maybe uh, other substance use. 
and and I find that fascinating. Um, what what do you believe are some of the the big misconceptions that Canadians have when it comes to alcohol use to substance abuse? I think you're you're right to say that there can be this divide or this difference. You know, I think when we talk about other substances like opioids, mm-hmm. people are, are very aware of just how impactful and, and risky and dangerous, uh, you know, opioid use can be. But uh, they, they tend to think of alcohol maybe more like caffeine, you know, just a part of everyday life and just a part of our, our social gatherings and that kind of thing. But the fact is alcohol can be very serious. So about 20% of all violent crimes involve alcohol. Um, Alcohol itself, alcoholic drinks, are part of the top five uh, sources of calories for Canadians. Mm. Again, unnecessary sort of empty calories. Um, And when it comes to cancer, last year there were about 7,000 cases of cancer that were related to alcohol use. Yeah, and there was another report uh, that, uh, yeah, that report on on the cancer numbers just came out uh, linked uh, to alcohol as well. I, I think it's it's been interesting to watch over the past number of years, uh, especially this this idea about you know mommy drinking and um, having some wine to unwind. And hey, you know what? I'll I'll admit you know straight up dr barker that uh uh you know i I would find myself going home and and pouring myself a glass of wine kind of when i walked in the door because it was a rough day at work i just i thought that that's that's what would help me unwind and i realized well no that that wasn't helping me uh unwind and you know there's other things that i should have been doing is you know going out to the garden walking my dog getting on the treadmill whatever it was but this whole idea about that, and we've seen this, this almost this culture that has developed uh, around this. We see glasses, we see shirts, we see you know uh, all sorts of all sorts of things. Do do we need to you know not just women, but I think as as Canadians, but I guess women specifically in in in, in this part of the conversation, do we need to rethink about that wine to unwind and this mummy drinking and mummy's juice that sort of thing. Yeah, I think you know the way you stated it is perfect. Um, you know, when we walk in the door, and, and maybe a first impulse is to use alcohol to unwind. It's worth taking that pause and thinking about: well, is this actually going to help me unwind? Um, you know, am I actually going to? Am I going to have two? Am I going to have three? Is that going to actually detract from from me taking that walk or getting to bed and having a good sleep? Um, so just rethinking that, I think, is, is really important and, and a good step for everyone. Um, you know, for for females, for, for young mothers, I think it's important. We, we noted those 7,000 new cases of cancer um, last year. And, you know, there's findings that breast cancer made up about one in four of those 7,000 new cases of cancer related to alcohol. And increasing your your alcohol consumption even by one glass of wine a day increases your chances of breast cancer by six percent. Hmm. Again, tragic. 
um, and, and unhealthy, you know. So there are definitely healthier things we can do to unwind. And, and I think, you know, it's really worth exploring what that looks like. Before I let you go, I, I think it's important to, to, to maybe mention what the current guidelines are. And again, you know, for some people it's it's zero and uh, for other people uh, it might be you know, one or, or whatever it is. But what are the recommended guidelines when it comes to alcohol use for for men and women in this country right now yeah um so it's the way you said it's excellent so you know this is at a population level so for yourself it might be zero it might be one um but at a population level the recommendations are two drinks on any given occasion for females and three for males with many days off a week um and again avoiding situations like taking care of kids um, thinking about ways to set limits for yourself and stick with those. So, again, there's there's a lot there, and you can check those out on ecsa.ca on our website. You can see everything that we have, but definitely two and three drinks are, are the lower risk amounts on any given occasion. Dr. Barker, I want to thank you for joining me this afternoon. I, I appreciate your expertise and your insight into this. And I, I think in, in the months and, and, and really probably years to come as we look back, especially over the past 16 months uh, during the pandemic, we're going to find out even more. And uh, I, I suspect it might be even more eye-opening. Thank you for this. Thank you so much.